We know there are times where you're just too busy to sort through the mass of information that comes your way. So to make it easier for you to stay informed, subscribe to The Morning Agenda, WITF's news podcast, where the only agenda is you. Funding for The Spark is provided by Capital Blue Cross, focused on creating a healthier future for our communities through innovations like its Capital Blue Cross Connect Health and Wellness Centers, which provide in-person services and inspire healthy living. Learn more at CapitalBlueCross.com. The Spark is also supported by UPMC. Choose UPMC for your family's health care needs close to home. Visit UPMC.com slash Central PA for a complete list of services and locations. We're in the middle of Highway Safety Law Awareness Week in Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania State Police and the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation, or PennDOT, are reminding those on the roads about bicycle, motorcycle, pedestrian, work zone, and emergency responder safety laws. Joining us on the Spark today are Trooper Megan Fraser, Public Information Officer with Troop H of the Pennsylvania State Police, and Fritzy Schreffler, Safety Press Officer with PennDOT. Welcome to the program. Hello. Thanks for having us. So, Fritzy Scheffler, let me start with you. Highway Safety Law Awareness Week sounds pretty Mm -hmm. self-explanatory. What's the idea behind it? It's just a week that we take to maybe highlight laws that people should be aware of and maybe just don't pay attention to. So it used to be like odd laws, like your window tint or not wearing earbuds when you're driving or something like that, but they really dialed it back to focus on things you should be aware of. Okay, so this... And priorities. This is kind of a rhetorical question, but remind people or make them aware? I think it's probably a mix of both. Um, because we'll hear people say, well, I didn't know that was a law. It's been around for a long time. Mm. Trooper, we were just talking <laughs> off the air about uh, some of the things that uh, motorists will say when they've been pulled over. Are there a lot of laws that uh, motorists aren't aware of or maybe forget? I mean, there, there's a lot of laws, but uh, like Fritzy said, the the earbuds while driving. I mean, that that's a safety issue. You can't hear what's going on around you. Um, even another one that we uh, encounter a lot is um, motorcycles drivers not wearing eye protection. And it sounds so simple, but a lot of a lot of times they get pulled over and they say that they don't know that they're supposed to have eye protection. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What happens if a bug hits you in the eye? What are you well, going to do? I, 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 well, yeah. I, I mean, that's... I, For I me, would it think... would be swallowing the bug. <laughs> Either way, it's a safety issue. But you see, I see so many people, and we're going to talk about this, over the age of 21, not wearing a helmet, but mm. also not wearing uh, eye goggles either. Yeah, they they have to have eye protection on no matter what, and the passenger as well. The sunglasses? Do sunglasses? Yes, like, I don't think it's just sunglasses. They have to be certain kinds of eye protection. That I'd have to look into, but I mean, eye protection is eye protection to yeah. just us passing you. So. You know, we're going to talk about uh, motorcycles in just a moment, but just a, an observation. You know, the, there was so much controversy in Pennsylvania about whether to wear helmets mm-hmm. or not. Now... Wearing, not wearing a helmet, having that option if you're over the age of 21 and there are other restrictions, um, it's been in, in, in place for a while now. I'm noticing more motorcycle riders wearing helmets, though. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a good thing. Unfortunately, I've been to a lot of motorcycle crashes that they would have survived if they simply wore a helmet. 
Um, I think fatal it's, ones. Fatal ones. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, that head injury. Yep. And it, like it, this, it's very unfortunate, but it's something so simple that just putting on the helmet to it, and also it, it keeps your hair nice. Well, or the bugs, the bugs the again. Bugs Playing the upon bugs. the vanity might be a way to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's just we're talking about it more, and people are seeing more and more deadly crashes involving motorcycles that they're they're starting to think more about their safety whenever they're on the road. Are we actually seeing more? Um, I know the statistics. We're not really, yeah, we're not really in, but I mean, as an observation. I mean, you're the public information officer. You probably get to see the news releases and all that to go out. Does it seem like there are more? Um, a lot of the fatal crashes, um, unfortunately, they're not wearing a helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the basic crashes, there are a lot that are wearing helmets. So I don't really have mm-hmm. an opinion or numbers with that. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, I'm going to say always wear a helmet. Why not? Right, right, right. So, Fritzy, the awareness campaign is focusing on five different areas, bicycles, motorcycles, pedestrians, work zone, and emergency responder safety laws. Why those five? Because they're numbers that we see that increase. Um, again, you know, without talking stats, because most people don't really honestly care about a specific stat. But when you see something that's going up and it's something that's preventable, it, it's really it hits us. You know, we talk about like emergency responder safety. We talk about wearing a seatbelt or not driving impaired. Those are choices people are making. Well, almost all these things yeah, people yeah, are making are choices when they're behind the wheel. People are making right. Yeah. Uh, Trooper Frazier, and again, I'm probably asking you anecdotally <laughs> rather than uh, for, for numbers, but of those five, do you see one that kind of sticks out that uh, demands even more attention? Um, I mean, it, I think it's a pretty fair number for, for all of them. It's one of those things that, like Fritzy said, we may not think about, but I mean, unfortunately, we do see it like just like pedestrian. Pedestrians, we're not talking about just in downtown Gettysburg, where there's a bunch of crosswalks and businesses. We're talking about on 81. You know, we're yeah. talking about major highways that you shouldn't be a pedestrian on anyway. And if your car breaks down, you know, people think that they should start walking and or standing outside of their vehicle, you know, call a tow truck. And that's so like that, that's something that we see a lot with um, with pedestrians is they, somewhere that they shouldn't even be to begin with. Hitchhikers. We don't see as many hitchhikers no. we used Thankfully. to. But yeah. uh, are hitchhikers or people walking along the interstate? Is that legal? No, you're not allowed to walk on any um, on any high, on the side of a highway. Um, normally, it's if their car breaks down, right? And right. they're gonna or they run out of gas, yeah. and they're just trying to walk down to the nearest gas station. Um, but I mean, I picked up many people on the side of 15 whenever their vehicle broke down, and you know I would drive them to the gas station to make sure that they got there safely. Mm-hmm. If you saw a hitchhiker, what would you do? Hitchhiker on the side of 81. Yeah. I would definitely pull over and, I mean, get them off the highway, get would them somewhere you, safe. So you'd yeah. pick them up? Absolutely, yeah. Would you take them where they want to go? No, I'm no. not a taxi driver. <laughs> no, but no. I'll take them to the next exit where a gas station might be, you know, get their information, make sure that they're, you know, right. not wanted or anything crazy. But, yeah. um, I mean, ultimately, safety is our goal. So, you know, we're not going to leave you stranded. But with the pedestrians, too, I mean, it's getting warmer out. So more people are getting out and walking. Right. And it's even simple things like... Did you know it's not legal? If there's a sidewalk there, you are required right. to be that, on that sidewalk. One of the things I my to neighborhood, talk about. I watch people, and if somebody from my neighborhood's listening, I know who you are. Um, <laughs> and they walk in the street, or they push their yeah. strollers in the street, and I'm like, "There's, 
And there's nothing wrong with the sidewalks. There will be people doing that, especially when there's snow outside, right. which we don't see as much anymore. But right. uh, I, I see the same thing. A lot of people who will walk in the street, maybe especially when they're walking their dogs or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that. But in Pennsylvania, just to be clear, mm-hmm. if there's a sidewalk there and you're a pedestrian, you're required to walk on that sidewalk. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, by the way, the, the the hitchhiker you pick up and you check them for warrants. I'm always curious. This always this always raises questions in my mind. Um, do you check on warrants while they're in the car? Yeah. Well, not in the car, but I mean, like, we're, whenever we're dealing with them, we'll we'll keep them outside of the car and check. So it, it's really quick. Yeah. Technology is so great for us. They don't take off or anything if there's a warrant? Well, if they do, guess what? We're pretty She's fast. She's right there. <laughs> She's faster. You think you're fast? I'm pretty fast. You're pretty yeah. fast. Yeah. Do yeah. you have to stay fast uh, as you you're should. a trooper? You should, yeah, uh, absolutely. You have to pass a physical test, don't you? Yeah, uh, like, the beginning of our... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, now I'm curious. I'd like to, maybe a, a race between the two. Let me, oh, stretch, let me stretch first. Oh, okay. heck. You know, there's that joke that says if, you know, somebody's chasing you, keep going. I'm ready yeah. to meet Jesus, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get back into the, into the laws. You brought up pedestrians, and uh, this was – it just seems as though we hear more and more in the news about pedestrian vehicle crashes. So I, I, I looked these these numbers up. Almost 4,000 crashes involving pedestrians in 2022. Uh, now, this is nationwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, 180, or no, this is in Pennsylvania. 4,000 crashes involving pedestrians uh, 2022, about 180 fatalities. Now, both are increasing nationwide. Do we know why? Well, it was interesting because I think um, at the beginning of COVID, we saw numbers going mm-hmm. up, and I think it was because more people were out. You know, they weren't going to work; they they were out just in their neighborhoods, walking or downtown. Um, I just think there's more cars, there's more distractions, and it's distractions on the part of the pedestrian and the vehicle. Because how many pedestrians do you see now walking around and they got their phone right there in front of their face, or headphones on, or headphones or on, ears. and they can't. Yeah hear anything else that's going wrong uh, going on around them and motorists have so many distractions in their car and something catches their eye to the right and they miss that pedestrian who's in the crosswalk on the left and okay crosswalks mm-hmm. this, this <laughs> is one of the things trooper fraser drivers must yield in a crosswalk when yes whenever the person that is walking on the crosswalk is physically in the crosswalk mm-hmm. and they are actively walking so across. they physically have to have a step in the crosswalk yes. Yes. they can't just be standing on the curb nope no because I, I go through gettysburg all the time or chambersburg and i see people standing there and like i slow down but they're just sitting there on their phone or they're waiting for something and right um but the second that they step up step into the crosswalk they they do have the right of way isn't it a good idea to just, if you're a motorist, to just slow down, period, when you get to a crosswalk? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. absolutely. And jinx. even if they're uh, jinx. <laughs> um, and even if they're on the other side of the street from the direction you're traveling, you still are required to stop no matter where they are in that crosswalk. Over the years, many people have made a joke or downplayed jaywalking. In other words, crossing, mm-hmm. not at a, cross, mm-hmm. at a crosswalk. Pedestrians can cross the street, though. They don't have to do it at a crosswalk, correct? <laughs> crickets. Did we just hear crickets? crickets? Uh, I, I mean, it's can, not safe. Yes, they can cross the road, but of course, if there's a vehicle that's coming and the vehicle has to slow down or you're going to interfere in, interfere with the vehicle's uh, lane of travel or how they're traveling, then 
you're you're in the wrong as a pedestrian. I mean, okay. you don't drive down a road and expect in between two parked cars for somebody to walk out in front of you just because they can. Right. Well, let me read from your release. Okay. okay. <laughs> Did you write this, by the way? No. No. Okay. No, that came from downtown. If a pedestrian crosses the street, not at an intersection, and there is no crosswalk, the pedestrian must yield to mm-hmm. vehicles. So just what you said, Tripper, mm-hmm. that... Uh, you know, jaywalking is not illegal, I guess, unless there is a sign that says it is illegal. Right. So you can cross anywhere, but if you're not in a crosswalk, you have to yield to the vehicle. Yes. Yeah, and we see that downtown Harrisburg. Oh, we see it we everywhere. We see that on Forster Street, and mm-hmm. I see people that I know work for the same agency as mine because it's a long way between the crosswalks and the traffic signals, and they don't they aren't going to walk up to those. I almost always try the crosswalk just because I know it's safe. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I didn't when I was younger and you know, bulk proof and all that. It's only, <laughs> only, only there's more visibility, but even if you're in the crosswalk as a pedestrian, and let's just say that there's a police vehicle or ambulance with lights and sirens on, that is the only time in the, in the crosswalk that you do not have the uh, the right of yeah, way. Yeah, I so, would imagine uh, expecting an I'm sure there's people that think oh, they, yeah, they get yeah. it. They have had two headphones in. They're not paying attention. <laughs> they don't even look at you as they cross. Yeah. It's just a thing. We're just going to have an yeah. event session. I like to make sure you make <laughs> you know eye contact. Let's talk a little bit about emergency vehicles. We just touched on it a little bit. But what are some of the laws that Pennsylvania motorists really should be aware of when it comes to emergency vehicles? Um, if you if you hear sirens and you see lights behind you, just slow down, pull over uh, off the roadway. Um, ambulances for um, fire trucks and, and for, for police vehicles as well. But we all know that. Why do they have to be reminded of it? I think it's just people aren't paying attention, unfortunately. So, um, but, you know, that's just part of being aware of your surroundings and make sure that you are paying attention to what's in front of you, behind you, and all around you when you're driving the vehicle. What about... Pe- we, go ahead. We focus on the move-over law. That's, it used to be called steer clear, right, but right. move-over law now is is trying to give that protection because, you know, we're sitting in your office right now, basically. Right. You've got four walls around you, and short of somebody having an issue here in the building, you're guaranteed some relative safety. Megan, her co-workers, PennDOT... You know, anybody who's out there on the side of the road at an incident is at greater risk because there's nothing to protect them. Mm. Move over law. Let's remind listeners what that says, because this is a relatively new law. Actually, I, I didn't realize it was enacted in 2020, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, it's less than four years old. Well, it was actually older than that. We called it steer clear, okay. but it, there were some changes made. Okay. So what's it say when it comes to emergency vehicles? I mean... Vehicles, disabled vehicles along the road, you're supposed to move over. You're supposed to uh, reduce your speed. But what does it say when it comes to emergency vehicles? So if if an emergency vehicle is on the side of the berm or the roadway um, with their lights on, activated, then you should, as a driver, slow down first thing. Second of all, if you can safely move over to the next lane that is away from the emergency vehicle, um, we obviously encourage you to do that. Give us our space. Um, especially on 81, I have seen traffic stops and um, tow truck drivers on the side of the road, and they're right where the guardrail is, and they don't have much space. So it might cause a little bit of a delay in traffic for a little bit, but 
that that's okay because it's it's mainly for safety. I noticed you said guardrail. Uh, I've had guide people. Rail. I know. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, PennDOT has this thing with guide rail. Guide rail. I, it I, guides you. I right. saw a national report the other day on the news that said guardrails. Oh, I know. So I and I thought of you right away. <laughs> Maybe that's a pencil tucky term. <laughs> <don't know>. Pencil tucky <laughs> term. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to, to bicycle safety. And there are a lot of rules. What about helmets? Under 12, wear it. Under 12 has to wear it. Anybody else should. Every Is there a time when an adult must wear a helmet? I don't think so. I mean, I, I always go back to a group that my husband used to work with, which was people that had had head injuries. He had a guy who had fallen off hit his head, and just where he hit his head, you could have him walk to the end of the hallway and tell him to turn around and come back. He had no idea how to do that, just based on where the brain injury was. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm looking down through, because mm-hmm. you have a lot of, in this release, uh, you have a, a lot of different uh, things about uh, bikes. But one thing I wanted to point out, and because there's a lot of people probably not aware of this, mm-hmm. bicyclists can't ride two abreast in Pennsylvania. Actually, I thought bicyclists yes, could. Can. It's motorcycles that can't. No, my, motorcycles can ride two abreast in the, in the same lane. Uh, I didn't think so. Well, okay, <laughs> I'm looking where I'm Uh-oh. at here. Uh, Unless it's changed, but I mean, um, I, gotta, that's... I know bicycles should be able to ride two abreast. They're supposed to keep to the right side of the road, but right. they are entitled to be on the road just like a vehicle. Persons riding bicycles upon a roadway shall not ride more than two abreast. More than ah, two. More yes. than, more than two. two abreast. Okay. I missed the more right. than two abreast. Okay. Right, and they're not supposed to ride on the sidewalks, but in some cases, it's just safer because motorists don't care. Okay, you can ride more than two abreast uh-huh. if you're on a path or a part of a roadway set aside for exclusive use of, mm-hmm. of bicycles. Okay, the right side you mentioned, people po- uh, that are passing bicycles, four feet, four as feet. you mentioned? Four feet, and oh. you can cross. People think they can't cross that double lo- yellow line. As long as there's not a vehicle coming toward them or they're on a curve or something like that, they can cross that double yellow line to give the motors- or the bicycles enough room. What's during? During what? D-O-O-R-I-N-G. Dooring. Oh, when you open the door. Oh, yeah, yeah, when you open the door. Boy, this press release is real. Well, obviously, clearly, we we know some of our talking points. But that's like in downtown Carlisle. They have that bike lane that's right next to where you park. Don't open your door without checking to make sure that there's no bicycle in that lane. Okay, that's what they were yes. talking about. You, you, you got it. Right? I feel like I'm on Jeopardy or something. I know, right? <laughs> what like, is Doring? I'm a little stressed here now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I can say I've seen that happen. Not where a bicyclist actually ran into someone, mm-hmm. but you know, nearly did. You know, and it looks very dangerous because there's a lot of people that just fling open the yep. door, thinking they've looked in their mirror. Don't see a vehicle coming, right? But, but then they miss the they, bike. They miss the bike or a motorcycle. Or a motorcycle. Let's transition to motorcycles. Yeah. yeah. What are what should motorists know about motorcycles? About motorcycles? Yeah. Um. I mean, loud pipe. Loud pipe save lives is a term that I like to say. Um. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't like loud motorcycles, but yeah. it is actually a safety thing for them. Mm-hmm. Um. But, I mean, it's it's just like any other passenger vehicle. You should be aware of what's behind you and in front of you and beside you every every single time you park, stop, 
every like just whenever you're driving in general. And that reminds me real quick about bicyclists too. They are required to follow all the same laws right. that a motor right. vehicle is required to, but you see it all the time. They ride through stop signs. They ride, you know, through red lights, all sorts of things. Work zones. I oh, yeah. know that uh, PennDOT and uh, state police, I mean, you've had some awareness campaigns, lots of billboards. I've mm-hmm. heard on radio and TV of work zone safety. Unfortunately, I'm sure one of the reasons is that there have been a number of workers who have been hurt or killed Mm -hmm. in work zones because motorists not paying attention or speeding or so generally, what should motorists know? Well, we um, unfortunately have lost more than 90 employees in the line of of duty. You know, there was a plane crash, but um, it's more motorists are injured and killed in work zones every year. We have cameras out there now in a lot of major work zones, 11 miles an hour over the posted speed limit. You're going to get a warning first time, 75, 150. You should never get to more than one time. You should never even get to one time because that's their livelihood and they want to go home at the end of the yeah, day. If we're running radar, then we can pull you over for, for one mile over in, a, yeah. in an active work zone. So just don't do it. Don't speed. You know, I, I've asked this question before on the air, but uh, I know there are a lot of people who are curious about it. When there is not work going on, but the light is still flashing, you should still obey the speed limit that was posted. Okay. It could so be that concrete is curing because we all see those pictures of somebody right. who drove right into wet concrete. You yep. know, traffic pattern has shortened. There's there's a lot of reasons. Wow. I want to thank both of you for being on <laughs> uh, today. Yep, I mean, thank we, you. those were just five areas that, that we were making uh, motorists aware of today. Francie Schreffler, safety press officer with PennDOT. Trooper Megan Fraser, public information officer, Troop H of Pennsylvania State Police.